salvation. He talks about how the word of God sanctifies us. How the word of the Lord brings us into what it says concerning our lives in the name of Jesus. And he shared on 2 Timothy chapter 2. Verse, was it verse 20? I believe so. 2 Tim Timothy. Thank you, Jesus. Sanctification by the word. Hallelujah. Maybe before we go there, we can open John chapter 15. Verse 1 to 3. Amen. Then after that, now we can go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. Let's read verse 1 to 3 together. 1, 2, go. the Lord. He says, you are already clean by the word in which what? I have spoken to you. So the cleansing of our lives is by abiding in the word of the Lord. He says in verse 1, I am the true vine, that is God. That is Jesus rather. And my father is a husbandman. He says, every branch in me, in verse 2, that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Remember, Jesus Christ is a word. The word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. So he says, because now we are in him, he says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he does what? He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it that he may do what? Bear more fruit. Then now he says in verse 3, but we'll say on verse 2, that we have been made clean by the word that has done what? That has been spoken to us. So when he says in verse 2, that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, does not mean that the Lord lets go of those who are not productive. He doesn't let go of that because remember we are the branch hallelujah we are the part of the tree that bears fruit for god so he says every part that does not bear fruit he takes away in this meaning he means he holds it up so that it can express itself to the fullness of itself so he says every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away he holds it up the greek word means i wrote to lift up and says and every branch that bears fruit he does what he prunes it because the Lord knows we have the ability to do more. And so he came in the beginning of the year to show us that we have the capability to do more than that which we did the previous year. And we have seen during our time of thanksgiving, when even pastor gives us testimonies of how much and how far we have moved in the spirit and we have grown in the ways of the Lord since the time he came and declared this word to us. Hallelujah. So now we'll go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. And we'll read. Thank you, Jesus. From verse. I hope you're getting something tonight. Amen. Let's read from verse 19 to verse 21. It says, Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are what? Isn't this amazing? The Lord already has handpicked us. And that brings me to another verse, but we'll read after this. It says, the Lord knows those who are his. And it says, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. 
says, but in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and clay. Some for honor and some for dishonor. So he says, in a certain house, there are vessels of what wood and clay. So he tells us here, you can go to the next verse. He says, therefore, if anyone does what? Cleanses himself from the latter. He will be a vessel of what? Of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Hallelujah. Maybe we can look into it in the amplified version. Thank you, Jesus. He says, so whoever cleanses himself from what is ignoble and unclean, who separates himself from contact which contaminating and corrupting with sorry with contaminating and corrupting influences will then himself be a vessel set apart look at this and the cleansing we have read here is the cleansing by the word of the lord hallelujah it says this man will be a vessel set apart so he came to show us that there is more in god so that we can grow deeper in him it says be a vessel set apart and useful for honorable and what noble purposes consecrated meaning set apart being made holy being justified then set apart so that you can be profitable to the master fit and ready for any good work hallelujah so the reason why he came at that time was to show us that the work of the lord which we are going to do in this year we were well equipped to handle it so now men were able we were able to bring forth fruit as you've read in john chapter 15 verse what one to three because now we have received that empowerment by his word that blessed us in that time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's look into Ephesians chapter. I believe, I hope it is chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Chapter 1, verse 3 to verse 6. And then now should go deeper. It says, maybe we can go to, with the, we can use the King James Version. It says, blessed, we can read it from verse 3 to verse 6. One, two, go. Having done what? Predestinated us. Hallelujah. Unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. Let's go to verse 4 first, then go to verse 5 again. It says, according as he has chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without what? Blame before him in love. And then he says, having predestinated us, meaning already knew the end from the beginning. You see that? Because he, he brought us, remember the reason why we came into this life is so that we could fulfill the desires of the master. It's so that we could bring joy to him. Praise the Lord. He says, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, 
according to the good pleasure of his will. Verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the what? In the beloved. Praise the Lord. So we see now everything that we are doing right now in this time that the Lord has given to us is in accordance to his perfect will. Hallelujah. So now the next meeting that he is coming now to do, we have it is enabled the five days of what? Establishment. So it is like a seal. You see, when, when you make a cake, the last coating, what do you call it? The, it's like the cherry on the cake. Praise the Lord. Because now we, in the realm of the spirit, the Lord has found us. We have done our best for what you could have done this year. Every time when you look back to what you have accomplished this year, from the time, from the beginning of the year till now, we've seen that we have grown in the ways of the Lord. We've seen that lives have been transformed, that souls have been won. Hallelujah. And there's something the Lord told me during a time of prayer concerning this meeting when we were praying also with our brothers yesterday. He says that it will be a close encounter with Jesus. Hallelujah. So we should go all out and marshal people so they can come and receive from man of God this coming month. It, should, it is a close what? Encounter with Jesus. Whereby burdens will be uprooted and souls will be won for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It will be a transfigurating meeting. Ah, praise the Lord. You see, when Jesus Christ was transfigured, the Bible says the raiment that he wore shone as white as light, not as white as snow. Because what he had received was an empowerment now to go and fulfill the work in which the Lord wanted him to fulfill the time in which from the time in which he was born. Hallelujah. And it will be a time of what? Of refreshing. Praise the Lord. So the reason why I'm explaining this way concerning this meeting is that the Lord wants our hearts open to receive. You see that? And the good thing is that we have so many days to prepare, almost three weeks to prepare for this meeting. Because Lord, the Lord has something special to impart to us on that day. Praise the Lord. So whatever you do, you plan yourself. If it is possible for you even to invite your loved ones, it is possible, I believe so. Invite them beforehand so they can come and receive from the oracle of God in Pastor Victor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So in line with that, that's what I wanted to share with you concerning this special meeting now before we go to the word of the Lord. Amen. So whatever you do, kindly just make sure that you are part of those five days of establishment because the success of the meeting depends on you also being there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord thanks for that. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and honor. Thank you for this great meeting that you have specially prepared for us in love. Father, we know that such meetings are for our elevation. They are for our uplifting. They are for our edification. And Father Lord, we know that these five days of establishment, our lives can never remain the same in the name of Jesus Christ. Father Lord, we thank you for the uplifting. Thank you, Father Lord, for the burdens that shall be uprooted in the name of Jesus. For the lives of those who are close to us who will be present. For their invitees in the name of Jesus Christ. How they shall be blessed specially in the name of Jesus. And Father Lord, we thank you that the ministration during that all time, those five days, we shall not be left empty. We shall be filled to capacity to take the gospel further in our workplaces, in our homes, in our families, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So in your times of prayer, include that time, amen? Include that meeting, the success of it. Praise the Lord. Because when a man comes, you say that the Lord came that believe in God and you shall be established. And he says, believe in his prophets and you shall do what? Prosper. So our prosperity is linked to this meeting. So in any way in which you can partner with your time, with your resources, and also in service, kindly do so for God's glory. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So today, I just wanted to spend some time and just share briefly on new creation realities. Amen. In line with what our man of God has been sharing throughout the last, could be, should be the last three weeks. Three weeks, eh? Thank you. Yeah, and this is such a special, you know, teaching because it brings believers into the reality of who they are in Christ Jesus. You see, we can open our Bibles, the book of Second Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 14. We'll read all the way to verse 21. Second Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 14 to 21. Because the Lord wants us to continue understanding who we are in him. Praise the Lord. He says, for the love of what? Of who? Of Christ constrains us. He says, because we thus judge and constrain us does not necessarily, does not mean that the love of Christ makes us what not to say. No. He says, his love is what holds us together. You see that? So, the love of Christ holds us together as a body of Christ. Because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we were what? All dead. So he died. In him dying, we died in him. Praise the Lord. So in him being buried, we were buried together with him. So in his resurrection, all of us were raised up together with him. Praise the Lord. And it says in verse 15, and that he died, yes, for all, that they which should not henceforth live unto themselves. Isn't that beautiful? Because now he died for us. We should now live for whom in should now live for whom now died for us. You see, for example, when you go to a shop, and let's say you're looking for if it's a lady, some nice heels, if it's a man, maybe a suit or sneakers, praise the Lord. And wherever you are going to buy that piece of fabric or cloth, you you cannot take it unless you meet the terms of payment for that particular item. Praise the Lord. So if it's a shoe, maybe it is 1,500. So for you to claim it as your own, you have to give what? 1,500 shillings so that you can be given that shoe. Praise the Lord. So in the same way, the requirement in which the ransom of your life was, was the blood of what? Of who? Of Jesus Christ. You see, there was no other way in which the Lord could have you as his own unless and until he died for you by shedding of his blood. His life was a ransom. Maybe we can read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, as we continue with that. Amen? Ephesians chapter 2. Thank you. We can read it as I look into the Passion Translation. 1, 2, go 4.
Hallelujah. For we are his what? Workmanship. Praise the Lord. Let me read for you in the Passion Translation. It says, Thank you, Father. It says, We have become his what? His poetry. Hallelujah. We have become his poetry. A recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, says God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Praise the Lord. So he says, even before we are born, God planned in advance. God planned in what? In advance that our destiny and our good works should be fulfilled when we are in him. Praise the Lord. So we see whatever the Lord did in dying for us was something that was planned before the foundations of the world so that we could be one together with the Lord. Hallelujah. So now we'll go back to where we were reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Wherefore henceforth know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth we know him no more. Verse 17. So it says, Therefore, if any man beware, in Christ he is a new creature. All things are passed away. It says, Behold, meaning see, all things are what? Become new. So the one who is new in Christ is the one who understands, who, who says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So for you to be in oneness with the Lord, you have to be where? In Christ Jesus. He says, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become what? New. Verse 18. He says, and all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. To wit, let's read this verse together. God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So God was in Christ, praise the Lord, reconciling the whole world unto himself. And he says, he did not count our sins against us. And he has committed to us, he has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So whatever he came to do, for us, he trusts us now to do it for others. The same way he came and died for us, of course, he doesn't want us to die for to the extent of death, unless led, but I don't think that is possible. <laughs> but he wants us to live for him the same way he came and gave us himself. Praise the Lord. So he says that, and he has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Let's continue to verse. It says, Now then, we are what? ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us we pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to who? to God. So he says now we are ambassadors for Christ the Lord now trusts us to tell people about him that's why he says he has, he has given to us the ministry of reconciliation let's continue to verse 21 it says for he has made him to be seen for us he has made him to be seen for us who knew no sin that you may be made the righteousness of God in who? In him. 
So he that knew no sin became sin. So he became the nature of sin itself. And now he gave us his life. You see that? So he says, maybe we can look into, I believe it is Romans chapter 4 from verse 24. Praise the Lord. Let's read until verse 25. He says, want to go? Praise the Lord. It says he was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. So he went to the place of death, to the place of dying on the cross because of our sin. Hallelujah. And was raised again for our justification. So the payment of our sin was met in the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. But now the life in which now we live was, was because of what? Of him being raised up from the dead. You see that? His death, him dying on the cross was because of our sins. But now after he died for our sins, you see, we could not no longer live without sin, yes. But so that we could be made one with the Lord, he had to raise up for the dead. So he says, and was raised again for our justification. And justification means being made free from any effect of sin and the guilt of it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we go to Romans chapter 5. Verse 1. He says, therefore, from verse 1, being justified by faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, by whom also we access by faith into his grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. He says, let's go down to verse 6. He says, for when we were yet without strength. You see that? When we were yet without strength. He says, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So he did not die for us because we were good or because our actions was right. He died for us because of love. He says, verse 7, scarcely for a righteous man will, will one die. He says, yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. Says, but let's read verse 8 together. Christ died for us. Says, God commended his love towards us. While we were yet sinners, he did what? He died for us. So his extension of death to the cross was because of his love for us. You see that? What led him to die for us and to make us one with him is because of his love for us. So now when we become born again, which we are, the love that he has shed abroad in our hearts is what now we release to people. So that now they can receive this same salvation in which Jesus Christ died for that we live by. Are you seeing that? It says, verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. It says, verse 10, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, you see that much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life in the name of Jesus. It says verse 11, and not only so, 
but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Hallelujah. So now everything that Jesus Christ did was an extension of his love to us, so that now we can live freely for him. You see that? And so when we understand that, now we understand why the Lord has made us ministers of reconciliation. Why we need to tell others about him. Why we need to go the extra mile and make, us one, make people one together with Christ. Hallelujah. So when you understand that truth, now you start living the higher life in Jesus Christ. Yes, because that is the purpose, sole purpose of what Jesus Christ sent us. And gave us a purpose, gave us a meaning in life. Is to win others for him. Is to change the lost. Another part of the Bible says, snatch as many from the fire as you can. Hallelujah. It says, those who turn many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever. In the name of Jesus. We can look into it in Daniel chapter 12. Verse 1 to 3. Let's start from verse 2. He says, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. He says, and they that be what? Wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And this wisdom, not the wisdom of the world. This is, talks about being born again. You see that the wisdom here is the wisdom in which Jesus can give. So he says, those who are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. He says, and they that turn many to righteousness shall do what? Shall shine as the stars forever and ever. Hallelujah. So the Lord wants us to shine for him forever. He wants us to understand that our righteousness in him is so that many can receive him. And also can live this way. So that as they shine as the brightness of the firmament, they can also shine as stars forever as the wind swans for him. Praise the Lord. So that is the reality of what the Lord has made to us. Our oneness with him. You see, Pastor always says that salvation was a means to an end. was not the end. Because if any man would have already been in Christ, he would have gone to heaven. But as long as they stayed on earth, there is something that he is supposed to do for God. You see that? So after salvation, what the Lord wants us to do is to continuously fellowship with him as we live for him and turn many to righteousness for him. Praise the Lord. That is the reality of the gospel, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And so the more we continue to understand this truth, now we can be perfect representatives for God in this world. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for the word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father Lord. We understand our oneness with you, Father Lord, is so that we can turn many to righteousness. We thank you, Father Lord, because you have made us one with you, Father. We thank you, Father Lord, because there is no greater love than this in which you displayed by dying on the cross for us. Father Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that the realities of this word, we shall live it in the name of Jesus Christ. We shall be continuously be ambassadors for you in our lifestyle, in the name of Jesus Christ, in how we go out to the lost, in how we live our lives, in our deeds and our actions, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them glorify you in us, in the name of Jesus Christ, by how we live our lives, by how we speak, 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise and honor in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. So always have that understanding in your mind that God was in Christ reconciling the whole world to himself. And the same way he is in you reconciling the world to him as well. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So before we leave, I'd like us to give our offerings in the house of the Lord. It is always a blessing to give in the house of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this great opportunity you have given to us for the Lord to give in your house. Pray for the Lord as we give. We give excitedly. We give freely, cheerfully, without compulsion, Father. For you say in your word that you love a prompt to give giver whose heart is misgiving, Father Lord. Father Lord, as we give, our heart's expression is in our giving tonight. And I pray, Father Lord, that every blessing that comes in giving shall flow in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Even to those who do not have, Father Lord, we thank you that they receive so they can give in your house. And I pray that they shall always live in plenty and abundance in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So as we give, we have a few announcements. Praise the Lord. We have our third edition of the singles and couples dinner. Praise the Lord. I thought we'd be more excited than that. Hallelujah. It will be on 29th of October from 6 p.m. Kindly. Let us plan beforehand so that we can make it perfect for Jesus. Amen. You can send invites to loved ones, to a loved one. Hallelujah. For it to be a success. You know, every time we increase in glory, from the first edition to the second and to this one, the Lord has a special plan for you during this dinner. Amen. So kindly make time to be present in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I don't know if there's any other announcement. Alright. Maybe we can share the words of the grace with your fellow neighbor as we come to a close. <laughs> May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. And before you leave, Pastor sends his greetings. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Have a blessed evening.